Get ready to quit the build. The QTB crew is rounding up all the gaming news and hot topics of the week with a little extra something. And here are your hosts, Bruno, Brad, and Nick. What it do? You're listening to the QTB podcast. I'm your host, Bruno, and with me are the boys of QTB. It's Nick and Brad. There it is. Another another action-packed episode, man. You know, with the summer, despite, you know, you think it'd be a slow time for games, it's not. Like, we've had so much going on with gaming yeah. news that, uh, you know, we took last week off, and I'm like, man, we, we got we got stuff to jump into because this uh, this Activision Blizzard uh, merger has got a lot of a lot of developments we'll be getting into here in a little bit. Um, so we'll be getting into that. And uh, Brad, the 500 best video games of all time. Can you even name 500 video games? Ooh, that's a really I... no. <laughs> I don't no, think I could. I, you know, no. Yeah, I don't think I, I could. I, I, tried, I, I wanted to come up with something clever, but no, I, I can't. <laughs> So thank you, thank you, uh, whoever was able to mathematically use AI to do this. Now we have a list to go over. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, that was, I yeah. know you shared that article. That's a uh, that's a fun one. Should be interesting. Yeah, and subjectively, I, I know I'm gonna have a lot of problems with it. I'm just. Gonna I tell know. You. I know he's gonna have a lot of problems with it, and I am going to say, considering Brad probably hasn't played anything on the top uh 10 list <laughs> that's gonna be the game that's not true that's not true <laughs> played one <laughs> okay we'll find one out find game. out what it is tonight one on game. find two. out what it is two, <laughs> two. games two. Two. <laughs> two games that was gonna be the twist you've already spoiled it oh man oh, wow. so funny but of course guys we gotta get into uh going around the horn here to see what uh what we've been playing aside from playing the game of uh of of dad ship here and uh sleep deprivation i gotta tell you something guys the um the xbox uh uh game sale you know big summer game sale um, is live uh, right now as of this recording. A lot of deep discounts, and so I always like to go through and just see, are there any games that were, like, on my radar, kind of, but there was no way I was going to pay full price? This is, you're not going to believe what I'm about to say. I went through there, and uh, Balan Wonder World was on sale for, like, seven bucks. This is normally a $60 game, okay? Now, we've talked about the the absurd flop that this game was. What? So I, I went in with extremely <laughs> low expectations, I gotta tell you something. You know, um, it, the game is by Yuji Naka. It's the game, same guy who made uh, the Sonic the Hedgehog games back in their heyday, um, and also directed uh, some other interesting series: Billy Hatcher, uh, Nights into Dreams. Um, ultimately, now a convicted felon. Um, he was uh, convicted of uh, of uh, uh, insider trading during his time um, with Square Enix. So he is now, uh, I believe, behind bars. But nonetheless, I can separate art from artist. And you know, I, I the reason why I wanted to play it was because I've heard it is. Uh, a very kid-friendly game in terms of its presentation. The game is a little odd, grindy, weird design choices here and there. And it I'll, I'll tell you this, it, I, I paid $7, I got maybe $7 out of it. So I, I, I'm happy. I would have never, ever paid full price. What I like about the game is that um, I, I've been looking for games to get my uh, my son into, you know, for him to mm. play that I, I'm alongside, because it's not quite at a point developmentally where he can just, like, understand to play a game. But he still likes to, like, help out when he when I ask him to. What I like about this game is it has, it has a, a, an approach to co-op that I've not seen anyone else do, which is that two controllers control um, the same character when you want them to. So when you're playing co-op, you can play independently, kind of like Sonic and Tails, where Sonic the camera's always on Sonic, right? But player two can also support. But what happens is if the two players merge together, 
um, you'll see like the like a sparkle animation. What ends up happening is now what one person does happens to both people. So now if one person moves forward, both people move. So what you can do is if you get to a, a challenging part of the game, you can link up and then help the other person through. So if you're a dad or is a, a parent that wants to help your kid, you can let them be player one. But then whenever you need to kind of hop in there and give them a little bit of support to get through something, you can. And I, like, I've, I've been thinking about like, I don't know of any other co-op game that's ever thought to do something like that. So again, it's still a, a, a massive flop on so many levels, but I'm actually, you know, the music is fun. It's cutesy. For $7. Seven bucks we can get for seven right? bucks. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's either that or a latte. Right. I mean, you know, maybe that's, that's, that's pretty much uh <laughs> U.S. coasters. Much... You're paying more than that. For sure. <laughs> Starbucks yeah. will take all the monies. Yeah, they will. <laughs> but uh, yeah, aside from that, uh, it's mostly just been uh, been dad life. So, Bruno, what's uh, what's up with you, man? You know, I have been uh, continuing to plow through Tears of the Kingdom. I'm kind of getting to that point now where I'm uh, going for all the armor and trying to get all the upgrades and whatnot. And I've yet to update to the new 2.0 or whatever it is, the new, the new thing. Cause I'm not, I'm Holding not out for that glitch. Yeah, of Holding course, of glitch. course that glitch is too powerful. And they listen, listen, I, I watched some videos of some guys and they were like, yeah, there's a new glitch and it's uh, it's uh, pretty easy. It's, I'd say it's just as easy as the other ones. You just gotta, you know, How do X, Y, and Z, and it's like, no, no, no. Already, already, that's way harder. How much are they getting paid? Well, yeah, is the exactly. Question, you know? <laughs> it's, a, it's a dupe. It's oh, a dupe. Yeah. They want to get everyone to upgrade. Yeah. Of course they do, but it's not going to happen, and I got news for you. Those are the type of glitches uh, that I really miss from video games. Uh, you know, looking back on some of the games that we used to play as as kids, there were random things that you could do to bypass certain things or i mean it was even implemented in something like super mario brothers right where you can jump up and you know up above the level on um uh one dash two and then go all the way over and use those warp zones so i think that those types of things are really uh, important to the community and i don't think it degrades the game in any quality or breaks it uh, especially unless of course maybe it's like an online economy where like developers are getting money for this but in this case where it's a single player game that's you know mainly offline why would i want to update the game you know to take yeah. away one of the easiest duplication glitches in history so <laughs> you know uh definitely haven't done that but uh you know DLC will come out eventually, and that's yeah. what will get me to update it. So there you go. Okay, yeah. Brad, what's going on, man? You you just did a uh, big two, Disney vacation. You got to be playing games. Yeah, I was I was <laughs> on a little hiatus on vacation. You know, living the life of Disney for a week, but getting back, um, diving into the new Mario Kart Wave Wave Five. Oh yeah, yeah, um, that, that checking out. that out. Uh, that's been fun. But the big news, and shout out to our community. This is what we're here for. A podcast listener, my cousin, reached out and partly due to our podcast, listening to what we talk about, our positive community, our, our passion for games, was looking for some info and support on upgrading his setup. Uh, so he made the jump and got a Series X. 
And there you go. And so shout out Blake. I'm happy for you. He got a, a new TV, a new uh, Xbox Series X, a new headset. He got the new Xbox wireless headset, says it's incredible. And so uh, he is a part of the Series X community and immediately said how a lot of the things that we've highlighted in the past about the performance and the smoothness and the quality of the Series X was an instant notice for him when he finally booted it up and got to oh, play yeah. a handful of games. So um very happy that you know folks in our community take what we say uh for value and and are yeah. seeing what we see and Definitely. so that's uh that's a win-win so um i'm excited about that i like that well, we speaking them in. of wins yeah nick we got a big win a big <laughs> win for xbox oh, a little bruno stradamus I know you're. I know you're nipping at the heat at the, at the butt here to get I'm to excited. it. I, I told you so to all the Sony fanboys out there. Sorry about your bad luck, but when it comes to my predictions, bye. I mean, have a great time. Ninety percent of the time, they're correct. hundred percent of the time, <laughs> and we will get into it. Why don't, yeah, why don't you set the tone? Why don't you tell us what's the news? What's Bruno so pumped about? Well, of course, but I, I, I look, we got, I, I got a show format to follow here. I got to give a shout out to our amazing supporters on Patreon. Hit that music, guys. I'm talking about our QTB and Fuego supporters, Epic Capture Productions, Matt.Bat, Megan, Andrea, Cascade, and Lisa A. And our QTB Plus supporters, Nick Nick, the Dudas Monk, Indie Gamiax, Alan Abadessa, Mr. Grove Games, the Intergalactic Pinecone, Fluffy Bunny, Terry the Kitten, and Maddie. Guys, tiers start as low as $2 a month. Get that bonus content it's a huge backlog of bonus content it's insane how much you get for two dollars my gosh uh so check it out today get yourself something nice or go for the five dollar tier and higher and get exclusive merch shout outs on this podcast and even your name on our website you can't go wrong guys at patreon.com slash quit the build thank you all so much for your support that's one of the best ways to support us is right there on patreon all right so the, uh, the first big story for today and this one is coming to us from GameSpot. guys this story is huge you know we have been kind of tabling it for a while because this whole activision blizzard merger thing kind of got gunked up you know what i mean there's a lot of different yeah. uh regulatory bodies that were like whoa there and before you know it we're like okay maybe this will get closed in a year i don't know um the, the news was certainly uh, uh uh speculating a lot but we were like eh, let's just wait until we get something a little more concrete so we can talk about it and this was the big one which is a lot happened about in, in the span of i'd say about 48 hours when after a disastrous trial where the FTC tried to uh, block the uh, Activision Blizzard merger, their acquisition uh, by uh, Microsoft, uh, that was completely shut down uh, quite handily, and uh, the, the merger was allowed to go through in the U.S. So that's the big, uh, the big story. Um, before we get into the other side of this, because there is some other components to this as to why it's not going to close just yet, Bruno, go ahead and take a victory lap. I... I want to say on behalf of all, all gamers, this is a huge win. A very, very big win for gamers, especially for Xbox owners. Um, and yeah, I, I feel bad for uh, uh, PlayStation right now in terms of, you know, that trying to compete with Game Pass. Uh, Jim Ryan has said on previous uh, occasions that he doesn't see how that model can be uh profitable or beneficial but uh obviously their strategy of acquiring uh activision blizzard is um 
not exactly in line with that uh that theory so i gotta say it's an awesome awesome finally finally happened we knew it was gonna happen uh, we talked about this before about how there was definitely somebody over at the ftc that is being uh slip some money from sony some somewhere there's a sony fanboy amongst the ftc that is doing their darndest right brad well <laughs> and, and at the end of the day xbox and phil spencer followed through on what they promised all along the yep. moment that sony law and the ftc were unable to halt the sale microsoft phil spencer was like look the deal is still on the table and they signed a 10-year binding agreement to keep call of duty on playstation just as xbox offered prior to the trial starting so which you gotta you know, admit is if you're listen and this is how i know jim ryan doesn't have a clue what's going on business-wise or with with uh playstation is they they presented the numbers and they basically said PlayStation's got about 4 million uh, uh, Call of Duty users to Xboxes like two, okay? Why would they take a, you know, 2 million, 2 million additional players, right? Essentially, you know, a 2 million player gap from their console and say, no, we're going to shut that down and, and not grab that revenue. It's very, very clear with, with Jim Ryan's, uh, you know, statement regarding, well, we're not going to give, uh, Activision, um, you know, the Activision blizzard, the updates on the specs of, of our next PlayStation. So, right. Funny. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you, you gotta admit, like, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, they, you know, basically, developers get uh console specs so that they can try and match make those the to games make the game yeah exactly <laughs> make the game and, and 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 you know playstation's whole thing throughout this was they don't want uh xbox to to make playstation of or you know make call of duty a bad experience on playstation yet they're causing all of these hurdles right to come in there you know, there's no rhyme or reason to that. I, Brad, insert, <laughs> I mean... foot, insert foot in mouth and not provide your shoe size to the developers, right? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. basically what they did. Yeah, it, it, it is. Oh no, so... no, I'm going to go barefoot, and you don't know my shoe size, so you can't make me shoes anymore. That's yep. That's how ludicrous that was. But you still have it's to make like, me shoes. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. But I still yeah. want yeah. exclusivity for that shoe, even though I'm not going to tell you what my foot is. <laughs> I want that shoe to be exactly how it was. Yeah. Well, it, it, it you know, but. it goes to it goes to what you're you know, what we were saying about our community, right? About the specs and stuff of Xbox. Clearly on paper, Xbox Series X is better than PlayStation hardware for hardware. Okay. You know, maybe you have a preference in controller, maybe you have a preference in first party titles, which Xbox doesn't have a lot, you know, and PlayStation does. Mm -hmm. Uh we've we've established on our show time and time again that first party titles for any game for any console always run the best on that console you know give especially looking at uh something like nintendo switch where it's it's nearly an entirely first person or excuse me uh, a first uh party title you know library that you're going to be working with right you know so when we've got multiple games that are going to be split across different consoles 
it's important for developers to know what they're working with and to provide a great experience. So, you know, they, I, I was... they, the, the highest performing console sets the bar, right? Yeah. If they can't meet that, then they're missing out. And so, and it, it clearly bugged you know, them. It clearly right. bugged Jim Ryan. Like, it, obviously, the the fact that Xbox Series X is is better on paper is still something that's it, it, that bothers him because yeah. you know he he's still trying to say, oh no, we can't have that. We you know we can't. I, it doesn't matter at this point. I think what Phil Spencer said in regard to the entire you know Xbox One area era where gamers built their digital library in that period of gaming right the ps4 uh xbox one era of gaming that carried over to ps5 and to xbox series x and will continue so i i think it's going to be you're going to see a hard you know lesson and and the fact that you know xbox was right like xbox there's not going to be a huge jumping ship of PlayStation users all you know now because of that. If they haven't come over now, by now they'll they never will. Um maybe with the new catalog of Call of Duty games coming to Game Pass, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. But Nick, but Nick, it's not all roses and butterflies yet, right? We're we're yeah. I mean Bruno took his lap, but <laughs> like give us some commentary commentary on what you think and, and what's what's mm -hmm. what's still out there that's making this a, still a little bit muddled. Like I had said before, Brad, there's a lot of dominoes that fell in the, in the span of about 48, uh, 48 hours. It really was just bam, 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 bam. Um, so what ends up happening is, like I said, the FTC failed to, to halt that merger. So then um, what happens is Activision Blizzard, after um, that ruling was made, uh, had their stock delisted on NASDAQ. Now, typically that is done when there is anticipation of a merger because there was no other reason to delist it. Um, so that's that's kind of a, of a huge tell there. We thought the ink was going to dry as as early as a couple of days ago, as Monday, really. But what ends up happening is the CMA, which is, of course, the UK's equivalent of the FTC that initially provided the block that we talked about of like, well, what do they do now? Do they pull out of the UK? Do they find a workaround? Right. There was yeah. that whole extra uh, component to this discussion. Well, now. Within minutes of that ruling, they're like, hey, 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 we'd love to work something out with you. Let's let's uh, let's let's get you on a path to to make that happen and so now uh, what's happened is they have because the, the, the as of us recording today today's july 18th that is the deadline on the actual agreement between microsoft uh, and activision blizzard unless they negotiate an extension which of course at this point they are going to do yeah um as that contingency makes no sense at this point when they know they know it's going to happen yeah but the cma's extra move here means that it could be as late as august 29th it just depends on how long it takes them to come to that agreement um, but in the meantime, I think a positive is, and I'll, I'll hand it to you, Brad, is uh, the servers came online for a ton of legacy Call of Duty games, right? Yeah. Um, uh, was it uh, uh, Black Ops 1 and 2, Modern Warfare 2? And their oh, yeah. healthy lobbies, they're populated. Like, classic COD is back. So, ma so many, like, people posting clips of them booting up their old 360s and, like, popping on and toggling with the old Wi-Fi, like, adapter on the yeah. back. and servers are booting right up and but i'll take a mini victory lap not as big as bruno's because i don't think we talked about this on the podcast but we talked internally offline about when the uk's ftc the cma initially tried to like lead the pack and blocking this and we talked about 
the UK size, their market share in terms of gamer base. And we all, and I was like that, that that's just a flash in the pan. They ain't going to matter because yep. they're going to end up being standing alone at the end of the day. And I guess told what you. They yep. are. Well, I, I agree with you. Yeah. I, I yeah. remember us talking about that. I know Nick was a little wary about uh, what that meant, but you know, I, I knew you listen, I, I love you UK, but you don't have the power uh, that you think you do in the market, and especially when it's, I mean, you just don't realize how big the U.S. is. Uh, like, you know, how big our the country is, how many people there are, uh, how many gamers there are, and how much that affects, like, everything, you know, that they're trying to do and, and building this. I mean... Well, and, and, and now they're sensing that the U.K. could be left yeah. out and be without... Yep any of that and then that that's that's a macroeconomic problem i know it's mm -hmm. gaming centric but that can have a big uh trickle down effect with supporting oh, yeah. industries and and mm -hmm. like you're talking about like electronic development companies investing in infrastructure like these decisions aren't just um within a bubble within when within a certain domain they have ripple down effects so I could see why Nick, to your point about that update, that the moment that happened, it was like, "Oh crap, we're stuck on an island, and we need yep. we need a life raft immediately." Within and minutes, they the, the the news was breaking that they're like, "Hey, here's a, here's an olive branch. Let's let's solve the problem." But of course, that's the issue: is that now it it could potentially um drag things out even more, and it, it just keeps getting more ridiculous. Somebody um uh, tried to get this uh, take the take the issue to the Supreme Court, the U.S. Supreme Court. Uh, news just came through that that was uh, that was uh, shut down. Uh, the U.S. Supreme Court justices just said, no, not so much. It was some disgruntled gamers that said Call of Duty yeah. is a way of life. I'm, I'm, it's Jim Ryan. It's Jim Ryan. Yeah, yeah it's, Jim. It's, it's Jim. It's just I Jim. Mean, it's just Jim doing it. <laughs> I mean, if we just try to flip it, in, flip it in a positive, I'm going to try to, you know, in the mindset that any press is good press, right? The, the visibility of this deal and the awareness of it and the passion that folks are showing on both sides means that gaming is alive and well and people are still passionate and people have a desire to defend and believe in their platforms and that's that that should also support this deal because there still is healthy competition it's not that everyone was excited about this deal and that it was gonna everyone's gonna have the same thing it's gonna be kind of boring there's still healthy competition and passion on both sides so i think that's a win for gaming that the visibility yeah. and the involvement in this deal globally uh, was at an all-time high, and and I think only good things can come from it. So hey, with that, I uh, am excited with the with the guild strike right now happening with uh, with with uh, the, the you know television and movie side of things. I'm gonna tell you what, video games about to get real popular. Well, uh, you know, and I that's uh that's definitely a sore topic for me because I I think that just like the UK, you know, sometimes you overplay your hand and you don't realize the, you know, advancement of of certain things and you know, it, it's it's like the train in in GTA GTA online. That sucker's not stopping for anything. Yeah, you can't we've stop that for, train. For 10 years we, now. For, for years, we've tried to stop it. You're not stopping it, bros, okay? Like, <laughs> but, you know, it, it really is. I, I think, you know, you know, further further predictions, I would, I would venture to say that, obviously, uh, Xbox is gearing up for the addition of the entire Call of Duty library to Game Pass. They are just waiting for the ink to dry and for all those final uh you know 
cross T's and dotted I's on the on the um, old contracts yeah. there to go ahead and push that button live because I guarantee you, like you said, with the you know the the flip of the switch of the old servers, it's clear that that's what they're they're going to be doing. So I would venture to say by this holiday season, you I mean it's a it's a very very uh you know uh good yeah. look that you're probably going to see all of the catalog on there and, and you know maybe even maybe even the new call of duty title excuse me title title first uh first day on game pass you know that might be something that they what uh a tremendous win for game pass yeah. and 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 not that we've not beaten this horse you know yeah, really. a bunch <laughs> of times but the value of game pass will be at an a premium an all-time high the moment this deal is signed yeah. and Sign seal delivered. The game pass will be bar none the best, uh, the best thing out there. I mean, yep. it just, I don't know why you wouldn't have it at, that, at this point. Yep. PC or beyond. Um, so, okay. Well, yeah, there you go. Uh, stay tuned for more updates because I'm sure, uh, between now and whenever they do close, there will be some more, uh, uh, regulatory shenanigans and that's what we love right here on the on, on the podcast just one more one more comment i feel like jim yeah. ryan is 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 brian fantana from uh from anchorman 60 percent of the time it works every time well guess what it doesn't work any percent of the time <laughs> <laughs> the memes of jim ryan that i saw when the news broke and this also happened right after the uh the ftc did not uh, win that suit um, that they've they that they signed the ten year um, contract to bring COD to PlayStation. You know, you just could do the the the, this, the the memes of of Jim Ryan just you know crying hysterically while trying to hold it together um, were <laughs> cathartic to say the least. So, well, Nick, um, yeah, when you're tired and getting loopy, how do you hold it together when you're streaming? Oh my gosh, streaming, content Woo! creation, you name it. It's a tough life, Brad, but someone's got to do it. And I use Advanced GG to help me get past it, man, because they offer powder supplements, even canned drinks, pre-mixed with clinically proven ingredients that improve mental performance while gaming. And guys, the best part of it is, now you can get the cans of powder with Prime shipping. If you got Amazon Prime, you got the free shipping, and you know how expensive shipping can be these days. But on top of that, you get that promo code with QTB. Use promo code QTB at checkout. Save 10% site-wide on your order. Get that prime shipping. Get that 10%. And get the, the only clinically proven uh, formula that helps you focus while you're playing video games. They actually spent money to the whole scientific study. I haven't... Have you done a scientific study, Bruno? And, and No, and science fair does not count. Oh, okay. Then no. <laughs> Sorry, that was mean. That was that was mean spirited. It does count. You are a scientist. <laughs> I, I knew where he was going. I was gonna say, Dick. I mean, I used to do these things called the science fairs. Do you remember? <laughs> I was there. I what phoned was your it in, science baby. Fair project, Nick. I don't even remember, dude, because I never. Baking I soda never, and, and 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 vinegar in your, like, in your volcano Ooh. doesn't count. Okay. <laughs> I made I made a two way light switch. That's what I made. Nice. For, yeah, it was, it was a lot cool. of fun. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> well, engineering there. Okay. I know, right? I would have yeah. done. I would have gone down that path. I would have gone down the engineering path if I had been better at math. But I That's missed that yeah. train. And yeah, yeah Mrs. <laughs> you know Labor made sure at, that you, you know knew. who's good at math. <laughs> Who was that? Did this mathematically derived oh. list of best video games? That's because that way. person it's knew good. what was up. It is good. <laughs> I love it, man. Kudos. Yeah. 
Okay, guys, so this is a uh, list from IGN, a uh, remix from a previous list that was made of the, uh, the, the, the 500 best video games of all time. What's unique about this list, and the link to this will be in our show notes if you want to follow along, um, is that, you know, everybody's done best list based on, like, you know, Metacritic score or, you know, whatever, whatever set of criteria you want. But generally, it's going to be based off of some kind of uh, hard data and, not, and maybe one or two uh, data points, right? But this, it, it's, it's the big chungus of lists because um, they use individual rankings that are scored based on a curve with bonus points for things like higher tiers, appearance frequency, list eligibility, minimum data thresholds. Basically, this is a scientifically, algorithmically created list of the best games. With a, with, with a massive data lake set to begin with. 80 historical all-time best of all-time lists that were published over the last 30 years. And then they use that criteria you mentioned, Nick, as a part of their methodology to mathematically rank them. So mm -hmm. you're not talking about one list here, one list there, and some subjectivity. Yeah. This is this is crunching the numbers. You've got your Excel file. You've got your algorithm. You've got your macros. And it's spitting you out what, what the system's telling you. So yeah. I, I will validate that the methodology stated here is sound. And that, and I, I will support and... And endorse that. That is a well-articulated way of approaching it. God stamped it, Bruno. That's I. That's that's great. That's huge. That is. I mean, I did. I didn't know that was even going to happen today. We we were not aware that there was a a, a Brad stamp. Uh, well, by. the big question is then, Brad, yeah. will this list sway you to try out any of these games, <laughs> or or maybe reconsider some of the games that you played in the past and maybe try something new? in the future mm -hmm. maybe we think we'll see maybe we'll see maybe maybe well the people that are listening but can't uh are not watching or whatever but what the case may be um they they may not be uh, seeing or reading this list so we, I, I think we should go into the top 10 let's do that yeah, let's, let's, let's let's hit the top 10 here wait, and just see can, and there, can, there's can, some surprises can we just, yeah can we tease what 500 was just so we know what the the basis was oh, what was man, the, you the, go all the way to the, the bottom game that just made it i have to scroll what was the game all the, the way to the bottom brad are you already there the brad top 15 instead of top i'm 10? getting there i'm in the 300s <laughs> okay so am i who's gonna get there first <laughs> uh you are i bet <laughs> i don't know there's man. a back to the top button i wish there was a to the bottom button yeah this so is, um, so i will go ahead and i will go as they look for the 500 i got we'll it yeah go ahead the world there. ends with you by jupiter never played it ring a bell no okay. I, I know yeah. of it i never played it or never heard of no, it 499 is super puzzle fighter 2 turbo by capcom i mean if it's got turbo in the name it's got to be more better and, than the oh, original so here's one we know here's one we know donkey kong country 2 diddy kong's quest from rare was 493 so wow. there's there's a and turtles in time uh -huh. was 489 was that, so is that the okay. uh the snes version Looks I like believe it. so. Yes, yeah. from mm -hmm. Konami. Okay. So, so just a few go. familiar ones near the bottom that folks may or may not be aware so of, and that... Pokemon Diamond Diamond coming in at four sixty six. So there, just a few to kind of set the low end and see okay. where we at now as we approach the top ten. I like it. I mean, Bruno, looking at this list, man. Um, you know, like, like I said, we can kind of focus it on the top ten unless you have something that uh, that caught your Halo eye. Re Halo Reach at four sixty three. Bruno's got to hate that. Oh, no, I, I actually I think. You know, I think when you look at some of these games, you know, in terms of, you know, and I've said this before about Halo Reach, I loved Halo Reach's campaign. I thought it was one of the best campaigns um, Halo's really done. I didn't really like the multiplayer, and I think people who are saying that Reach's multiplayer is good are lying to themselves. So, 
Um, okay. That's just my opinion. But looking at this this top fifteen list, okay, you know, I it's kicking it off with fifteen Portal Two. I could not agree more in terms of a a a an amazing game that that deserves to be that this high on the yeah. ranking mainly because if you've never played portal before uh this just completely amped it up it was it was better in every way it was the perfect sequel and this really i think portal is one of those games that just really opened the doors to what is possible within gaming and how mm -hmm. to think differently you know, and we're seeing that with with things like Tears of the Kingdom now, and uh, you know, uh, other 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 games where uh, what, what was that uh, first person shooter game where you could leap forward in time? That <laughs> uh, Time Stalker? No, uh, uh, it was the oh, new. It was the new Death free Loop? to play one. Anyway, okay, the new free to play one that came out that was pretty decent. I okay. mean, you know, Brad, yeah. have you ever played Portal? You ever played Portal 2? This, see, now this is nope. a perfect game for you and your wife oh, to pick up. This is a, good a perfect, mm -hmm. perfect co-op game because you need each other to complete these puzzles. And the puzzles require you to think three, di fourth dimensionally, three dimensionally, you know. And they were, yeah, they, you mm -hmm. have to think in a, a different way. And I think it's one of the, it's just so satisfying. Yeah. When you complete the puzzle and then you're like, okay, on to the next room. What's the next puzzle going to be? And like, it, it's, it's super uh, light and funny. Like it's just a great atmosphere. Nick, you've played it, right? Oh yeah. Um, I, uh, someone I was dating at the time, we played through the, uh, the co-op together. And what I love about it is it's, it's very smart. Um, but, yeah. and it's completely separate from the main campaign. It's a whole different set of puzzles. Uh, but what's great is that the, uh, the game's antagonist, that's kind of uh, narrating the game. GLaDOS will like, do things and say things to like favor one or like make one person feel like they're less appreciated. You know what I mean? Like they'll, they'll kind of like pit you, uh, she'll pit you against each other in like yeah. fun, like passive aggressive ways. It's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, but I mean, portal two in general, not even just the co-op, I mean the portal series. And you look at, at the fact that valve has, uh, two entries, um, on the top 15 list, despite having not produced a game in so long with their uh, transition to just focusing on the Steam platform. Um, with and the so other much. title being Half-Life 2 coming yes. in at number five. Mm -hmm. Number five. Now, Nick, I've never played all the way through Half-Life 2. Yeah. Um, have you Have you played through this? I know Brad hasn't. Yeah, so I've played through all of the Half-Life <laughs> uh, games, which is not really much to say. Like, that meant something like 10 years ago, but... Um, yeah. you know, I played the original Half-Life way after it came out, still a groundbreaking game to this day. And so we have so many first person shooter, uh, uh, tropes, you know, that have, have become staples uh, that we have, we have Half-Life to thank for a lot of those, um, just level design and, and, and creating uh, atmospheric storytelling where you don't rely on, uh, anything other than just what you're experiencing in the moment to craft the story. There's just so much that, that it was never done before. Um, and I always recommend the playthrough of that to anybody, but the sequel Half-Life 2, I mean, that the at the time the, the engine was groundbreaking. I remember I had this janky little college laptop that could it could run the game at like low at the lowest specs. And the concept of the gravity gun, which would let you pick up items and then use them as projectiles. No other game was doing something like that with the physics. 
So it was it was revolutionary to be able to pick up a a, a soda can that you do very early in the game and just like toss it in the in the trash can and watch it you know kind of plink into place the way that the physics would dictate that it should. Um, you know, it's it's a super half, important and, part of gaming history. And that's and 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 Half Life. Well, uh, the Orange Box series is uh, contains Half Life Two, Portal, and Team Fortress Two, right? A very um, base game version of yeah. TF Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, those are those are some of the best games in their in their respective genres, and have really spawned you know tons of uh, copycats that we're still playing this day so you know the the games that are on this list truly are groundbreaking um number 14 mass effect 2 uh i've never played mass effect 2 but i know that people really love it for its storytelling and for the you know experience that it has um but number 13 super mario world Uh. we've all played that We've all got that one on there. Top 15, number 13, Super Mario World. Nothing like booting that up and going. I think it really transcended the Mario brand at the time because the OG Mario was fun, but it was, I mean, it's so classic with that 8-bit, very, you know, classic playthrough, but this just elevated it it gets me excited for super mario wonder because i feel like what super mario world did here is what wonder's going to do for us again wow um Mm. and 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 that's maybe putting some lofty expectations on wonder but i look at that trailer and i go man it's like finding that balance of modernizing something that is still so classic but yet you still feel like you you have those classic that classic play style and and, and touch yeah. and so for me super mario world was was that trend setting thing it went it took it to the next level and and was it's still such a fun playthrough love it man three of the games in the top 15 have uh the word super in it that's right <laughs> that's with uh number super. <laughs> with number 12 being super metroid i yeah. mean obviously another groundbreaking game um but i want to get to i want to get to uh, uh uh, number 11 which yeah. is number number 15 and number 11 i really wanted to talk about bioshock bioshock is is another one of those first person shooters like half-life 2 where there are a lot of concepts introduced in a in, a, in an amazing story and well-built world it, it is from 2k games and I still think it's one of the strongest entries in their catalog. And I think if you haven't played that game, man, you are really missing out. You really are. It's just, it's, it's, a, it's so much fun. It really is. And there's a legacy collection now where you can get the HD remastered version of Bioshock 1, 2, um, and, and Bioshock Infinite, which... You know, although it was, uh, you know, not as beloved as the first two, mm-hmm. still wasn't wasn't a terrible game. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I remember diving into Bioshock and just being amazed and a little scared, you yeah. know, with with <laughs> the things that were going on in that yeah. game. It's a little frightening. Um, but again, it's just one of those. It's, it's the first time that uh, I've ever uh, experienced a game that had a um uh, like consequences 
right? Yeah. Like there right. was a yeah. what? What do they call it now? Um, a what's it called? The um, just just like dialogue or not even dialogue it's, choices. It's, like it's yeah. Well, branching, it's like, branching like, ending. Yeah, branching yeah. like in Red Dead Redemption, a morality, a morality. Oh, right. That's mm-hmm. the the, mor- yeah. the 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 morality in the game. You know, it changes the outcome of the story. Yeah, and I, I think that that's you know one of those things that it just really stuck with me. Um, definitely recommend that. Um, is there anything on here that really calls to you, Brad? Obviously, you said two games. What was the other game? And I already know the answer to it. <laughs> Well, well, three technically, if you count the top fifteen, or no, 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 three. Uh, Super Mario sixty four. <laughs> oh yeah, number yeah. six, um, and Tetris at number two. Wow. Yeah, specifically the Game Boy version is is what they're the uh, Game they're Boy listing. version. Yeah. Yes, which mm-hmm. I have put away with my OG brick Game Boy. Oh yeah. Um, it was, it was packed. Who it was hasn't game? played yeah. Tetris? Who hasn't played a Tetris on any and any platform? But that was such a i mean it's such a classic game like it 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 surprised me when i first looked at this list that tetris would be at number two like that's beaten out a lot of incredible games the fact that a simple a simple game like tetris is is still charting across these greatest of all time lists at number two mathematically still one of the top grossing franchises uh video game ips of all time just because there's so many iterations and you know it's 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 crazy. I mean, there's that whole uh, what that uh, that that Defoe documentary, right, about uh, the creation, how, how Tetris had to Biopic. get, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 you know, uh, uh, approved in Russia and all that kind of stuff, and the crazy things that happened behind the scenes. And it's yeah. like you know, you have to understand the context behind behind Tetris, you know, in that the Game Boy was such a revolutionary handheld device, like no one was doing what game. And it was affordable too. Was the big thing that I mean, everybody yeah. had a Game Boy because it was it was a realistic electronic to get do you want to get another you know ten dollar tiger uh, handheld electronic that's gonna you're gonna be throwing out the window in you know a week um or is gonna break or you know spend uh you know what what you would pay on you know seven or eight of these things and just get an actual unit of a console that stood the test of time and uh, like i had mentioned before brad but with with tetris being a pack-in game for the original uh game boy everybody had it and now what was already a mega sensation um, in the arcades and the NES version, now you've got, and it's a really solid version, like the Game Boy uh, version of it, it holds up really well. It does the dot matrix style display of the Game Boy Justice. It's, I, 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 for me, seeing that in the number two spot is what really gives this list merit because there's not mm. going to be a mm. lot of lists, mm. no matter how you right. try and run the numbers, that's going to put a game like that in the number two slot. I 100% Agreed. think it deserves it. Well, that just shows you that it's got staying power across all the lists, right? If we look at the methodology again, it's on a curve with appearance, frequency, you know, um, a lot of things, you know, individual rankings. So that means it's popping up consistently, though. High, right? Like that, that shows you that across these 80 lists, it's got to be a consistent ad, right? Yeah. So Mm -hmm. I agree with you. But can can we can we address the elephant in the room here? Um, (laughs) Three of the top 10. Yeah. Or what? Our, our, and I'm going to, we went back oh. a couple of weeks ago when I had <laughs> said that when we had, had this whole conversation about our top best games of all time, and you're right, Brad, it's Legend of Zelda. Number one, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Number four, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. And number seven, 
The Legend of Zelda, A Link to the Past. And each one built off of the the previous one in that list. And I gotta say... People were curious. The original Legend of Zelda is at 69. Right, it's the next one down. Yeah, and then you've got... I believe you've got um majora's mask at 100 so i mean you've i mean the series is performing extremely well across the board and the only reason tears of the kingdom isn't on this is because the there haven't been as many lists you know regarding you regarding this there's but factoid here i'm like the espn guy of of qtb there is another series on here that has five of their games in the top 100 can you guess what it is super mario mario right it's gotta be mario oh i guess there's then uh, well oh it's more than that yeah it's nine for if mario you're, if you're including <laughs> all of the mario titles yes but i'm saying a franchise that's has a consistent title uh, you tell us grand theft auto grand theft auto yep mm. grand theft auto actually came in at number grand theft auto 5 excuse me came in yeah. at number 10 did on the list and i gotta say it you know it, the GTA Online is still su- still surprising me to this day. There there hasn't been a game that has supported a an online thing as well as GTA. There sure. just hasn't been one. Like you know, I mean, you can say Fortnite is on the way to doing that, but Fortnite wasn't around in in twenty twelve. Yeah. You know, so when, if you look at the list, when GTA Five Grand, came out, Grand Theft Auto Three comes at fifty. Then you got Grand Theft Auto 4 at 72, and then rounding out the top 100, you've got San Andreas at 96 and Vice City at 99. So, mm. I mean, you've got quite the 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 list of of Grand Theft Autos also in the top 100. Which, sure. when you look across definitely different series, my favorite it's, franchise aside it, it's from interesting Legend of Zelda. to see how many of these trend like there's certain series where one game is up high franchises and others are not these are two grand theft auto and and zelda that all of them many of them are in the top 100 here according to this mathematically derived list yeah and we've talked mm -hmm. about how important the next iteration of grand theft auto is right we've you know and we talked about how amazing tears of the kingdom did and there's certain games like we talked you know, we mentioned that just can't fail. They can't. There's no room for failure. And and, and Mario's one of them as well. You know, I even the stinkers, right, that aren't that great are still amazing games. They're just compared to so many other titles that it's hard to objectively say. It's it's like the uh you know, the MCU fallacy, right? You know, they're yeah. all they all get rated so high. Um, but you know, not all of them can be tens, right? Like you, you have to objectively <laughs> look at it, but, uh, you know, I, I think that that just goes to show you that, you know, if you haven't played a grand theft auto title, or if you haven't played a legend of Zelda title, you definitely need to jump on and, and check one out. Um, you know, it, it, there are oh, so yeah, many, sorry. Wind, Wind Waker's at 64. We I forgot to acknowledge that one. So Which, you know, yeah. I always consider Wind Waker such an outlier in the Legend of Zelda series because it was this like tune, tune link, tune links in there. So it, 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 <laughs> it, it but yeah, and the GameCube already wasn't a very successful um, yeah. you know, a console. So when that game came along, yeah, that plus the different uh uh, uh art style, 
uh, made a lot of people said, you know what, I'm going to pass on that. But uh, it ended up, you know, it got an HD remake. It uh, it very much yeah. is, a, uh, is a is a great title. And in, in a lot of ways, the open sea exploration aspect of it yeah. um, paved the way for um, what we have today with uh, with the Breath of the Wild um, games because, and you know, it's it's was a different, different concept. And that's really what I'm seeing from this list, right? I'm seeing these games have really inspired a, a whole slew of other games. If you haven't checked it out, be sure to do so. Uh, it's a list from IGN, and I, I, I just, you know, like you said, the the addition of something like Tetris um, is incredible. E- even The Last of Us, which, you know, it, it comes in at number three, still an, am- an amazing game. One of the best story told games I've ever experienced. I mean, if you don't, that mm-hmm. doesn't tug, tug at your heartstrings you know, then you're not human. I'd say that The Last of Us is as close to an interactive movie that you'll ever get. Yeah. Um, at least right now. And and seeing that in the top three, you know, I'm not I'm not too much of a hater to to mention that. <laughs> um <laughs> I, I did play it and it was very good. So, yeah. you know, this is an amazing list. It's good to see all these games yeah. up there. Yeah, I've got a couple more nuggets here just to kind of round out some ones that I think are familiar to to a large audience. You got Minecraft at 19, you've got Halo Combat Evolved at 32, Goldeneye at 34, uh Pokemon Red at 42. And, you know, kind of looking a little bit further down the list in top 100, Counter-Strike at 63. Uh, and so, and, and a quick shout out to a really well-performing C, uh, uh, original and sequel, Red Dead Redemption and Red Dead Redemption 2 coming oh, in yeah. at 21 and 29, oh, respectively. Yeah. That's a lot of respect for a, a just a, a franchise with only two games and them being both in the top 30. So oh, yeah. just, a, just a couple nuggets there on, on some others we've seen on the list that I think are well-known and, and Fortnite at down at 74. So, but the red dead redemption showing well for both yeah. titles in the top 30 says a lot about that franchise as well. Yeah. I, I mean, that's another, you know, that's another rockstar classic. So again, if you, if you, it, I would say in the same vein of, of grand theft auto, if you haven't checked out red dead redemption, um, you know, just an amazing game yeah you you, you're not gonna go wrong with any of these games i feel like any of the games on at least the top 100 list Mm -hmm. everyone should kind of check one out at least one one time you know at least to boot it up and see what it's about right you know if you see it at if if you see it for seven (laughs) dollars it's definitely worth the seven dollars balan wonder world is not on this list nor nor should it be i'm not i'm not going to bat that much um, hey Nick, I've yeah. got a question for you. Okay, are you surprised that a Final Fantasy game didn't make it into the top ten? Mm, I'm I'm gonna say no. I'm not surprised because not RPGs have always been niche. JRPGs, yeah, you know, JRPGs, yeah, even more so. I mean, you know, in the in the heyday, that's kind of what you had. There it was only JRPGs. It took it took the. Yeah. Uh, uh, Western uh, developers a long time, and and even then, like they usually don't end up being that good. Hate to say it. Um, no, I'm not surprised at all. I'm I'm especially not surprised that the number that the top ranking Final Fantasy is uh, is Final Fantasy VII. It was a revolutionary game, and uh, without its success, I don't think the Final Fantasy series would have even made a uh, long term jump mm. into um, the 3D space. So no, that's that's that exactly at, where it that belongs. That came in at 20, right? It yeah. came in at 20. I think that's a solid yeah. spot for it. Yeah, it um it's it's not a perfect game. It you know it's I think it hasn't aged all that well. Um, you know, and the remake is kind of going in its own direction. So 
Um, no, I think that's perfect. I think where, what you where, where what you do have rather is games like The Witcher Wild Hunt, which came in at number eight. That deserves the top kind of RPG style action adventure kind of thing where it's it's kind of a a a logical conclusion to reach from the the jumps that that the Final Fantasy because you know that the, the the Final Fantasy series was trying to make that turn that move from turn based to kind of not to now it's more uh, action oriented and almost none of it is turn based right whereas The Witcher is The Witcher 3 is a critically acclaimed series I I I fault myself I've not played it yet I've heard so many things uh, I have, about it I have two it's on my list it really yeah. is because mm-hmm. especially if you people have said if you like yeah. Red Dead Redemption if you like you know, uh, RPGs Obama endorsed it. And, yeah, there you go. If Obama endorses Ob- it, I mean, what are you going to do? Not play. So, so apparently, here's yes. the question for I, the future, I, gents. <laughs> thinking that thinking of this list that can be organic and grow as time goes on, what are some recent games that you feel like over time will rise up this list due to them consistently showing up in future greatest of all time lists? Are there Tears any the recent? Yeah. Re- yeah yeah that's a that's a that's mm-hmm. a that's an easy one i'd say is definitely going to be up there um you know i don't know if it will reach the ranks of breath of the wild you know in terms of where that's at mm-hmm. uh and i would i would also venture to say um the the next grand theft auto mm. the next grand theft auto will probably be highly revered I mean, yeah. they. It's been so long sure. since since the since GTA Five came out. I, there's no. Yeah. You know. Gotta, I've got I've got one that there. I've got one that could peek and see what you guys think. Do you think Mario Elden Odyssey. Ring will make the way up the list? That's exactly what my hmm. my pick was. Yeah. I think I think okay. Elden Ring will will get there because right now, like you said, it's just too early for it to make it onto this list. But yeah. um, Elden Ring did the impossible, which was it made uh Souls like games palatable to mainstream audiences while yeah. still being weird yeah <laughs> and, and inaccessibly difficult totally oh yeah I, I i mean i haven't even beaten the first boss but i've gotten so far in the game and it's just like yeah. by not fighting i'm like i'm not fighting you get out of here so you know that's one of those i mean it, it really is it's just an amazing game but like i said if you haven't checked out uh anything on the top 10 list there's a reason They've made the top 10 list. They are uh, groundbreaking in their respective genres. And you you are going to have a good time playing these games. You know, mm-hmm. I think that is something that makes Game Pass so special. And to round it out here, you know, especially with the Activision Blizzard uh, acquisition, it, it puts more games in the hands of players. And with, with there being more... Um, games that haven't been played by most people oh didn't we recently see a a a stat that said something like like 80 some percent of games have never been or or can't even be played right now yeah because of the digital library yeah it's like a huge huge thing in terms of 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 access to these games so that in and of itself is a win for gamers to be able to have a library the digital library that you can go through and play these games and and servers that are up there so you know grab on to those those games that still have uh, a lively server uh going on and check them out because you're not going to be disappointed lots of fun um, just don't be surprised if you get owned getting on Grand Theft Auto online because everyone yeah. else has tanks 
And you don't. The game's been out Passive for 10 mode years. is there for a reason. It's so, yes. <laughs> little Johnny will nuke you with an orbital strike. It's, it's going to happen. It's, it's going to happen. Just go flying cars. Mode. <laughs> Enjoy <wild>. the chaos. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, I'll tell you what's fun as well. Make sure you check out our website, of course, quitthebuild.com. It's your one-stop shop for all things QTB. Link up with our merch page. Of course, check out our uh, amazing and growing list of blog articles. Thanks to our friends over at uh, Podcasters United. Really great stuff there with some uh, some personal game picks. Next month, we're going into uh, uh, some uh, uh, hidden gems that our uh, our writers have been enjoying. So be on the lookout for that. And uh, my gosh, guys, just uh, fun stuff for QTB. And uh, we're glad you're a part of it. So, uh, you know, stay tuned. Same, same QTB place, same QTB channel. There's not really channels anymore, Bruno. There's not, yeah. it's not really channels. a thing. They're getting rid of them. Oh, it's all well. Impractical Jokers, you know? When we were in the hospital, you know, it, it, I was going through, it's like, oh, it's Impractical Jokers. That's all it is. Oh, it's it kind of like the new ridiculousness. Like, yeah. you know, they're just, mm-hmm. it's just going to be on all the time. I, yeah. I like it. I mean, I mean, I mean, I, we, we didn't not watch it, right? So Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's on, so. I'll take it's it's comforting get. to me to see Ridiculousness <laughs> on TV. Thank God Rob yeah. Deerdeck's still on TV. I know the world's going to be safe for at least another few hours. Once that goes, all hell breaks Then loose. we're done. It's, then we're it's done. done. Once they pull that plug, that's yep. it. Yep. Okay. It's, yep. All right. It's all gone. Well, Bruno, pull the plug on the episode. How about that? All right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. For Nick and Brad, it's Bruno. For Bruno and Brad, I'm Nick. And for Nick and Bruno, I'm Brad. Peace out. What it do? Wit. The. Bill. 